This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 187 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today it's Billy Lyle. Now, he is the owner of the Sweet Science Boxing and Fitness. Billy, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Uh, excited to have you. And I, I saw this interview earlier today and I said, man, I can't wait to talk with Billy because you're, you're the first interview. And as you know, we've, we've done quite a few here that is boxing related. And I know, you know, to me, that's fitness and boxing are one and the same, but um, I, I'm really looking forward to uh, learning more about your company. So let's start there. Yeah, great. So, um, you know, we were on the East Trail uh, in Naples. Um, uh, been open a little bit over two years, um, and it's kind of an authentic, it's really kind of a neat gym. I've uh, it's really eclectic. There's, you know, there's really nothing like it. Uh, I boxed my whole life. I had 36 pro fights, and I fought all over the world. Uh, when I retired, I moved to Naples, um, and uh, you know, when I opened the gym up, um, you know, we just have all sorts of different um, clientele. I have kids that box and compete, and they travel all over the country. I have guys, I have a Parkinson's group of people literally 85 years old. I have a lot of guys that play pickleball and they come after pickleball and they just love the sport of boxing to work out. I have, you know, women that come there in colleges for fitness and snowbirds. Um, you know, so my youngest member is like seven years old. My oldest member is like almost 90. So it's really a cool mix of people at the gym. Wow. Absolutely love that. And so where were you prior to opening the gym? Um, so when I moved down here, I, uh, I'm from Youngstown, Ohio originally. Okay. Yeah. yeah I moved from Youngstown to Cape Coral. Uh, uh, when I retired from boxing, I, had, I got a job teaching school. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, you know, made my way down to Naples. Um, and then I kind of got the itch to, you know, the itch for boxing came back and I got kind of, um, you know, excited about it again and, mm-hmm. and decided to open up the gym and it's been, you know, super successful and I'm really happy with the way things are going. Yeah. Well, Billy, would you mind sharing for our listeners, you know, what's the life of a professional boxer? I mean, the, the training, I mean, it's all you, you know, there's no teammate to lean on and all that. What, what's that life like? Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned, because that's, that's originally why I got into the sport of boxing, because, you know, I just, um, you know, if I'd play a great game of baseball or a great game of basketball and the team lost, I'd be upset. Mm. You know, my dad kind of said, well, listen, it's, it's a team sport. You know, you, if you're going to have, if you're going to get upset, you should find an individual sport. Uh, I went to play tennis first and I think um, it was just too expensive. So he said he brought me to the boxing gym and I, I fell in love with it. But uh, as far as the workout goes, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really tough. Um, you know, it usually a couple of hours of exercise in the morning, um, you know, as a professional, I'd, I'd run sprints and lift weights and do the calisthenics in the morning. And then in the afternoon, I go to the boxing gym for probably two hours. Um, and that would, you know, lots of days, maybe three days a week, you're sparring. So you're getting hit in the head with the headgear on. And the other days, you're going through a traditional boxing workout of the bags and the double end bag and the speed bag. And, um, you know, so it, it's there's nothing like if you watch a boxer, they're in the best condition of really any athlete. I'm sure any of your listeners that, um, you know, familiar with boxing, whether it's Floyd Mayweather or, mm. or Holyfield or whoever it is, I mean, they're the most well conditioned athletes in the yeah. world. Segway, that's kind of what got me. Like in all the boxing gyms, you know, the gyms I went to and every boxing gym I've ever been to, they've always been kind of like a little dirty, like a Rocky movie, um, kind of run down, um, you know, beat up. 
and it was really kind of an inner city crowd, um, you know, a rough crowd in the boxing gym. And I, I knew, I said, boy, if I could take this concept, this same workout and just have it nice, have it clean, have it, you know, sanitized, have it. So, you know, everything's bright and colorful and, and, you know, there's, there's structure to it. You know, I know we have a winner because the workout itself is, is the best. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. My goodness. I still remember back to my high school gym days and the, the boxing, uh, you know, unit or whatever, you know, for a week or whatever. And we put on the gloves and talk about a workout, just, you know, sparring with your, your buddies. I mean, it was like, you know, oh, yeah. within 30 seconds of those gloves feel like they're a hundred pounds, you know? <laughs> uh, so you went from teaching in Cape Coral to this monster leap of opening your own business. I mean, that's, that's, you're really sticking your neck out there. What drove that? Yeah. Actually, what happened was I got a job in Naples teaching. I taught at yeah. St. Elizabeth State, a great little Catholic school in yeah. Naples. Um, and I opened the gym at first while I was teaching. Uh, and it just, I got so bad. I was coming after school at like four o'clock and then coming to the gym and I was worn out. Uh, and my wife, you know, we were getting so busy at the gym, we needed more hours. I was only open a few hours. Um, so we, I, you know, we took a leap of faith. Uh, you know, I just went 100% into the gym. Mm. It was a big leap of faith because my wife is home with the two kids, so there was no other income at the house. I don't believe in having a plan B. Mm -hmm. You know, like I believe if you if you have a plan B, then you don't have a good yeah. enough plan A. Yeah. Uh, and if if something if if I had to make it work, it had to work. Yeah. There's no option. There, I could not work. I have a wife. I have two kids at home, and the, my wife's not working. I have a house, a beautiful house. I'm in Naples, Florida. Um, yeah. So, you know, when you don't give yourself a choice, I don't believe in choice. You know, if you don't give yourself a choice, then you'll have to do something. If you give yourself a choice, you can make the wrong decision. Yeah. And anytime someone has clarity, there is no choice. You know, whether it's right from wrong, you know, I should do this. There's no choice. Or whether it's picking up a donut or picking up something healthy, there, there, there really shouldn't be a choice. Yeah. If you have a choice, then, there, you know, there's conflict involved. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's very, very good. Very powerful. And, and I think it's hard for anyone to understand unless they've been in their own business, you know, that, that they've truly made that I, I call it, you know, and I don't know what the, the story was or the fable or whatever it was of the, you know, the general that, you know, brought all the troops, the soldiers, whatever. Oh, the history, Mr. Cortez. Yes. There you go. Cortez came down, he burned the ship. Yes. Yeah. You know, that, that's back. it. Yep. Right. Like, well, it. There's only one way out here, boys. <laughs> and it's full speed ahead. And, and right. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a winner, you know, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, it's not easy because when I first opened, I was open from 6 a.m. in the morning till 8 p.m. at night all by myself. So that was like a 14-hour day. And I'm open. I'm still open seven days a week. So, you know, it takes a commitment and it takes yeah. something you're passionate about because, you know, if, if you're not passionate about what you do, you're going to get burned out yeah. real quick. Yeah. That's a real, real good point. Wow. So, Billy, what kind of myths are out there in the boxing world or the fitness world? Oh, I would say one of the biggest myths, you know, and I, I, everyone's an individual, so I'll start with that. But at least in the fitness world, um, people feel like they need to eat all the time. I need to mm -hmm. eat. I need to eat all the time. Me, I don't believe in, in eating that much. You know, I, I, I eat when I get home from work at 8 p.m. I, I try to eat once a day. Um, and now all the science behind it is saying intermittent fast. So that's kind of the new thing. But I think we just listen to our bodies. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, even when I was training athletically, I wouldn't wake up hungry, so I wouldn't just eat food in the morning to eat food in the morning. Um, luckily, I had to make weight, so I was trying to watch mm -hmm. everything I ate. So I'd wake up, I'd, I'd go work out for two hours on no food. Um, 
And it just kind of common sense, you know, if you eat a heavy lunch, I knew this from teaching school, you're kind of <laughs> lethargic and you move slower. Yeah. So that's like kind of the first thing I tell people is when they tell me, should I eat right before I come? I said, no, you don't, your body has energy. You don't need to, to get full. All that ends up happening is they usually end up throwing up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's your body's way of saying, Hey, we need the energy to power our muscles and not digest all this food. Right. right. So that's, I'd say that's one of the myths. And then for, as far as the boxing point of view, it's just, you know, people think boxing is not for them. Oh, I have to, I'm going to get punched in the yeah. face or I'm going to get injured. I'm going to hurt. The greatest thing about boxing is that you're not going to get hurt. I mean, it's really, really low impact. And, you know, especially at my gym because the bags are filled with water. So even when you punch the bag, you're not beating up, you oh, know, you're not your rotator. Cuff, I love that. Yeah, so the, the, they're water bags. And then also, it's why it's important to have someone that knows what they're doing teaching you boxing. Because if you throw a punch the right way, it's 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 low mm-hmm. impact. Like I said, I have guys 85 years old and they come. It's Because it's, it's not just lifting weights where you lift weights and you get big mm-hmm. arms and have a big belly. Or you run and it's great cardio, but you're not building muscle. I mean, you're getting great cardio and you're great, 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 um, you know, muscles all at the same yeah. time. Um, Balance, it's right? Balance, yeah. agility, coordination, stamina, everything you're getting. Hmm. It's, it's a one-stop shop for all that. And, you know, as people are finding out about me, they're coming in and they're realizing that, oh, my gosh, I have guys 70 years old. Or I see my neighbor and she's 63 and she's not in the best shape. But I don't have to run. I don't have to beat my knees up. I'm not going to go to CrossFit and get injured. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not going to tear my rotator cuff or tear my shoulder up doing it. Mm. Um, and I'm going to get a great workout at the same time. So as people find out about the gym and what boxing has to offer, you know, the popularity of it increases and people that, you know, traditionally maybe never thought about stepping foot in a boxing gym, you know, through word of mouth will come. And, and, you know, that's really how we get most of the members from the gym. It's, it's mostly all word of mouth. You know, if you do a great, great job, uh, you know, I try to provide a, a great service every time they come. Um, I always think to myself, I treat them like the most important person in the world. <laughs> and then, you know, the result of that is they tell their friends and their friends come. And it's, it's really exponential growth. So when you're not working, what you're doing seven days a week, what are you doing for fun? Um, well, let's see here. Um, gosh, I love to read. I just love to, I'm so, you know, when I was boxing, I was so, my whole life since I was 11 years old, I boxed. And I was so enthralled wow. with the world of boxing. My, my life revolved around it. And, you know, boxing is a year-round sport. It's not like there's a season off. So it was my whole life. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just so interested in so many things. I'm so interested in like, just learning about the human body, learning about quantum physics, the quantum field. Uh, I like to do yoga. I, I like to just, um, any, you know, health related, whether it's diet or uh, I'm looking to buy a cryo machine for cryotherapy. I love, I think the cold is great. Um, just watching, just, just interesting, cool things, um, yeah. you know, to get the best quality of life you can do. Um, there's a lot of great, you know, podcasts out there and shows like yours, um, you know, where you just get to hear a lot of interesting people and learn yeah. a lot. Yeah. Very cool. How about hardship wise, Billy? It could be personal, it could be business, something that you've uh, been able to get through. You look back and say, hey, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. What comes to mind? Gosh, I don't know. There's been, I'd say the big one is when I, you know, I retired from the sport of boxing and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I retired and my whole life I boxed since I was a kid and I never really had any other skills. Um, I was able to go to go to school. It took me maybe eight or nine years to get my college degree because I was just going a little bit here and there in between boxing matches and I'd go a semester, take a semester off. But, you know, that was, you just, I, I didn't have the skills. And it's, 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 it's a struggle and hardship that is frustrating when you don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, whether whatever job you're in, I think the most important thing people want to know, if they, whether they're 
you know, especially when they're working for somebody else is what is expected of me? What do I have to do? Yeah. Um, you know, so when I didn't really have any skills outside of the world of boxing, it was frustrating. But the thing boxing instills in you is a great self-belief. So no matter what situation you're in, you know you're going to be okay. So that's where security lies in. Security is in the fact that you're securing yourself. Whatever job you have, I mean, you know, I'm from Youngstown, Ohio, where everyone made a lot of money in the steel mills. And everybody, we had General Motors factory and we had GE, General Electric, and all these factories. And they're all closed now. So, you know, you, you could work for the biggest corporation in the world and think you have job security, but there really is no, the only security anybody has is in themselves. Yeah. Uh, knowing that whatever happens, if they do things in a certain way, um, then they're going to be successful. Very well stated. How about if there's one thing you wish our listeners knew about your business, what would that be? Um, I would just say uh, that it's for, it's for everyone. It's for women. It's for people with arthritis. It's for people that are old. It's for... Um, it's for anyone, you know, that just wants to, um, feel, I would say feel better, you know, looking better that comes with it. But most importantly is how, how you'll feel. It's not just how you look, it's how you'll feel. Um, I would work out and exercise, even if I wouldn't get, look any better just because your, your day is better. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going you're gonna to feel so much better walking out of the gym each time. Yeah. You, your mood gets enhanced, right? You know, you yeah. just have a more optimistic outlook. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. You know, so you're how can I have a better father, better mother, better grandma, yeah. better everything? You know, you're better you. You know, when you're doing physical fitness. Yeah, love it, love it. How can our listeners learn more? Where should we send them? Um, I would say um, uh, we're big on Facebook, um, the Sweet Science Boxing and Fitness. Um, Instagram at the Sweet Science Boxing and Fitness. Um, we can get our our website. Um, uh, Sweet Science uh, Naples.com. They can go on there and check it out, um, or just swing by our gym. You, can, you know, we're open uh, from 8 a.m. in the morning till 12:30 p.m. I take a little break from 12:30 to 3, and then I open back up from 3 till 8 p.m. Nice. Um, but yeah, just come, you know, check us out, find out about us, and I, I think they'll be in for a treat. I agree. I agree. Your listeners, get on over there, say hi to Billy and his wife, and uh, yeah. Thank us later, right? It'll be a, an awesome experience. Well, Billy, we appreciate your time, and we wish you the absolute best there. I really appreciate uh, you having me on. Uh, you know, and I wish well to you and all your listeners, and I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com, or call us at 239-224-4105.